Hey, it's Drex from This Week Health Cyber and Risk Community, and I want to invite you to our next webinar. It's going to focus on what else? Defending health data. I'll be chatting with experts from Rubrik and Microsoft. Register right now at thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. That's all one string, R-U-B-R-I-K webinar, thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. See you online soon. Today in Health IT, we take a look at the Apple event, give you my thoughts on it. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels dedicated to keeping health IT staff current and engaged. We want to thank our show sponsors who are investing in developing the next generation of health leaders, Gordian Dynamics, Quill Health, Taucite, Nuance, Canon Medical, and Current Health. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com today. All right, this week the Apple event went on and the Apple event, they essentially looked at three things, right? The iPods, we'll stay away from that. I'm sorry, AirPods, the watch and the iPhone. We're gonna take a little bit of a look at this. I have found this event to be fairly relevant to healthcare over the last couple of years. And even prior to that, let's let's be honest, the release of the initial iPhone, we weren't really sure what it meant. And it has changed a lot of things, quite frankly, it changes the way we do navigation, changes the way we do photos, changes the way we access the internet, uh, view news, you name it, it changed everything. So I, I think from a device standpoint, this is one of those things that has really changed the way we live as individuals. But is it changing healthcare? And I found over the last couple of years, it's been an interesting place to keep an eye on to see what they were going to be able to do in the world of sensors, in the world of, I don't know, medication management was one of the things that was rumored that they were going to be working on. The announcement where they they were pulling together the medical record on, on the device in the Apple Health app, I thought was all very interesting very interesting things and advancements. In fact, one of the things I was bullish on was Apple being the one to crack the code. The code I was looking for them to crack was the patient record being attached to the patient, right? So the patient being the locus of the health record. And I thought Apple was gonna crack that code. And I was looking forward to them cracking that code. And I think they still can. I also think that Apple has the potential to be one of the organizations, probably the preeminent organization, to really smooth out the flow of an individual moving in and out of health systems and having it feel less episodic and more like a continuous health journey, if you will. And so I thought Apple really had an opportunity here. And, and I plan to go through their Apple strategy document, the 80-page document that they released a little while ago. But today we're just gonna focus in on this event and the things that they rolled out. All right, so we're gonna skip the AirPods. Let's start with the iPhone 14 and then we'll hit the Apple Watch announcements. The iPhone 14, what can I say? Well, Apple says it's a magical new way to interact with the iPhone, groundbreaking safety features designed to save lives, an innovative 48 megapixel camera for mind-blowing detail all powered by the ultimate smartphone chip. Generally speaking, I would say this is a relatively disappointing upgrade. Not that it's not amazing, quite frankly, and I will likely get one. But the thing that's most amazing to me about it is the 48 megapixel camera. 
the they're not kidding about the mind blowing detail and the the things they're able to do with the really fast chip and the ability to do stabilization and other types of features. But again, if you're not doing movies, if you're not doing high end graphics kind of stuff, I'm not sure anybody really needs this 48 megapixel camera. But you know, we'll upgrade because we've been almost trained to upgrade. So let's take a look at some of the other things that they have here. They have a, uh, a, a pill-shaped cutout that does alerts. It's called the Dynamic Islands because it, it grows. You know, if you're doing a, a, a transaction, it'll grow and show you that it's doing a transaction. If you're doing Face ID, it'll grow. If you get other kinds of things, it'll show. It can show sports scores, can do FaceTime and the music that you're playing and all that other stuff. So, I mean... Again, not not worth upgrading for, but interesting. You have the always-on display, always-on lock screen, a nice convenience feature. And if anything, we can always learn from Apple about two things. One, how they tell a story. And number two, we can always learn about UI UX. They are always focused on the consumer and what the consumer needs. And so, again, no groundbreaking releases, but... From a usability, if you're a UX UI person, you got to love some of the stuff that they're doing. It's really interesting. But anyway, always on uh, uh, lock screen, all day battery life. So they increase the battery life. But again, I'm trying to think if there's anything else in here that I would talk to you about. Yeah, the safety features are pretty interesting. There's an emergency SOS via satellite. I'm not going to places where I'm going to need that, but it's good to know that you have it. And it's good that they're thinking about those things. Next thing they have is uh, crash detection. So if you're driving down the road and I the the phone can actually, with all the accelerometer and other sensors that it has in it, it can tell if you've gotten into a crash and then it can call 911 and tell people you've been in a crash. But at the end of the day, when I look at this thing, the camera is the most amazing thing that they're doing in this. I mean, if you're doing video, if you're doing just pictures or whatever. It just has amazing features. They've uh, added some additional telephoto capabilities. I think they have two, three, four X now, and you could do that with up to 48 megapixel resolution. So it, you know, it's, it's pretty amazing. And all that's really powered by the A16 bionic chip. And I, and I think the thing I'm most excited about is the battery life. I, I mean, the camera will be interesting. This camera has, the, the camera I have now in the iPhone 13 makes me look like I know what I'm doing when I'm taking pictures. And that's really its claim to fame. The software and the camera together make amateurs like myself look like we really know what we're doing in low light, in you know blaring light, you name it. It makes us better. And that's the story of the iPhone over the years. They've just... Uh, figured out a way to to make us better. Uh, I didn't see anything else in the way of healthcare, to be honest with you. AR, v, VR kind of capabilities, I think. I, I expected something in that area and uh, was a little disappointed. And quite frankly, as I said before, I will likely upgrade, mostly because there's almost planned obsolescence. I use my phone so much that the battery life has, has uh, started to go down a little bit. And because it's going down, I will get one as an upgrade and get the uh, larger battery. The device, and again, I wanted advancements in the area of patient-centric, the uh, the medical record, and I didn't see anything. Interoperability, didn't see anything. Smoothing out that 
patient experience, didn't see anything. They really shied away from the big healthcare announcements that I thought would be possible. I'm in, I don't know, maybe that'll be released somewhere else. Maybe it didn't make the cut in terms of the things to highlight on the release. We go to the Apple Watch. The thing we're looking for from the Apple Watch is, are they adding more sensors and what can those sensors do? Clearly with the sensors we have, we have NIH studies, which you're gonna hear about on Monday because I talked through that with Dr. Colin Bannis, the NIH study happening with the Apple Watch. And they're, they're just using the existing sensors, but they're getting more creative in terms of what they can try to identify with the watch. So what did they do? They came out with uh, a new watch, the Apple Watch Ultra. And that's really for the people who like adventure is how they sort of termed it. Yeah, I think they added one device let me let me see if i can find this in the article they added let's see apple watch series 8 has several new features including a temperature sensor for tracking ovulation a new low power option and car crash detection there you go so again i don't from a healthcare perspective i expected more here's why i expected more because tim cook told me to expect more he said that apple will be known as a healthcare company in the future and I think from that perspective, let me down a little bit. I mean, not that I'm not bullish on Apple. I am absolutely bullish on Apple. I'm sitting in front of one, two, three, four, at least four Apple devices right in front of me. And I will continue to live in that ecosystem because I think it's one of the best ecosystems out there. But at the end of the day, he told me they were going to be a healthcare company. I expect a few more healthcare announcements with each one of these things. And I expect them to be consumer centric. And I didn't see it right? I think they are uniquely positioned to change the healthcare experience, and they're not doing that. Again, I'm going to go back through that 80-page strategy document. I didn't get a chance to go through it because it came out right prior to me going on vacation, but I'm going to go back and go through that, pick that apart, and see if Apple truly has a healthcare strategy or if Apple is a device company that is hoping that healthcare can pull through some more device sales, which I think is two totally different things. So all in all, I think a relatively disappointing set of announcements from Apple. Now, there's supply chain issues, there's challenges that are associated with production and you know, just coming out with a whole new set of equipment and whatnot is probably no small task in and of itself. Maybe they had plans for other sensors and they just couldn't source enough. There's any number of excuses, but this is Apple. They have to get beyond those things and release some stuff. And if they're not going to do that, then they need to really wow us with the software and with strategy and those kinds of things. And I, I just didn't see it. So again, still bullish, hopeful, and yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Have to wait another year to see what they roll out next. That's all for today. If you know of someone, and by the way, if you disagree with me, let me know. Shoot me a note. That's all for today. If you know of someone that might benefit from our channel, please forward them a note. They can subscribe on our website, thisweekhealth.com. Or wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Google, Overcast, Spotify, Stitcher, you get the picture. We are everywhere. We want to thank our channel sponsors who are investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders, Gordian Dynamics, Quill Health, Site Nuance, Canon Medical, and Current Health. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.